Ladies and gentlemen, this is Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast, and this is your main event of the afternoon with the 60-minute time limit. Your main in charge of the episode is your host and it's Chicago champion, the limited edition, Vic Muscat. I have been, as if you've been listening to this show, which I know everyone has been, well, maybe not, that's reality, but that's all right. You'll be noticing that we have a lot of Ohio Valley wrestling talent on. I don't just pick anyone. I pick the best. And today, I found someone in the tag team division to come on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, and I love this name. I am sorry to laugh when I say this. This is Southern Discomfort. How are you doing, gentlemen? Doing great. Great. And Thanks I, for having us. Well, absolutely. And I, don't, I just want to point out, when I say I laugh when I hear your name, I don't, it's not out of a thing of disrespect. It's just that name is, I never heard anything like that before. It is brilliant. It is simple. It's just awesome. Just like us. Just like you guys, of course. <laughs> of course. Awesome and simple. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how would you guys describe your career in one word? Long. <laughs> Why would you say that? We've been playing for 20 years. Yeah, that's, that's a long time, yeah. How old are you? Me? I'm 44. Yeah, so half your life we've been wrestling. Hey, when you guys started, I was bartending at strip clubs, so... And when he started, he was bouncing at strip clubs. So. I was born in a strip club, so what are you going to do? Right? So you, you would understand, with it, I always tell everyone that working at a strip club is like working at a magic show. Once you know the cur- the secrets behind the curtain, it's just boring. It's just like, eh. <clears throat> yeah, it's, your, it's, it's your show, man. Whatever you say. I, I, yeah. I personally tend to like strip clubs. I didn't say anything wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. It's a good time. It's a good Saturday night when you find yourself away from the family, have a couple of beers, relax. Yeah, but not for long, right? Not for long. I have more fun when I take my wife with me. You like to take your wife to strip clubs? <laughs> good wife. I took my wife to one time. There was only one time. All right, man. So. We're here. Let's kill the business. Let's kill the business. Here we go. Tell us about your first match. My as, first. A, as a team or as individuals? Let's go as individuals. Yeah, man. My first match uh, was against uh, Nick Densmore, Eugene of <laughs> WWE fame, OVW around circa 96. We went out there. We went 20 strong minutes. Eugene got me. And you? Uh, my first match uh, as a pro was against uh, OBW champion Rod Steele. Uh, lasted about 15 seconds on TV before he beat me. <laughs> you guys didn't have easy matches to start off with. I wouldn't say they were easy, but <laughs> yeah. No, man, we, we when we broke in, um, Everybody was, you look back, everybody was a big name, man. Um, Densmore, Conway, NWA champion. Flash. Flash Flanagan, Vic the Bruiser. For Pete's sake, man, we cut our teeth on guys that are veterans, you know? So with all the tag teams out there these days, what makes some of discomfort different from the rest? Because we're old school. We, we go back to the old school way of thinking in the ring. We go back to the old school way of wrestling. We tell a story. You know, a lot of tag teams out there today is all about move, 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 you know, uh, getting your getting your shit in. And, and we're more about telling a story, taking our time, picking apart our opponents. Uh, I'd say that that sets us apart from 90% of the tag teams out there today or 90% of the wrestlers out there today. Yeah, like- man, we, we go out there, we have a good time, uh, beat some people up, you know. It's like kind of old school NWA. You just go there, not worrying about, you know, doing flippy shit or anything. You go there, you kick ass, and you leave. Yeah, 
pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, you know, we can wrestle, but while wrestling, you can knock them out. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can't see either of you two doing a Canadian Destroyer, though. No. <laughs> no, we ain't doing that. <laughs> Shut up. You're a good girl. You're a good girl. We'll get her started. Okay. So, what's, so in your careers, what's your one? Stop. Hey, go ahead. Sorry, man. If one of your favorite moments in your career. My favorite moment? Man, I got to tell you, for me, it was. Uh, Outside. I mean, I've had a lot of good ones. Probably my favorite, man. We, I was doing uh, Memphis TV, 2001, 2002, out there, uh, championship with Flash Flanagan, and uh, took a pile driver. I mean, you know, that was my first big TV shot. And then uh, other than that, man, going out there working for Vince, getting good money for doing – you know, what I did, and, uh, but like what sticks out for me, for sure, Flash Flanagan, uh, 2001, 99, something like that, it's forever ago, but what's your, uh, Steel, what, uh, Snake, what's your favorite uh, moment wrestling? Um, man, I don't know. I've, I've had a lot of, a lot of great moments, uh, in wrestling, I don't really have a specific favorite. I mean, I've been on OVW television against not only some of the newer talent, but some of the guys that went on to make it bigger in WWE and stuff. I mean, I, I've been in the ring with Flash Flanagan. That was a, a that was a, one of my bucket list opponents that I wanted to to have a match with. And me and him tore it down in the ring. I mean, I mean, there's so many. Good. I mean, I've tag team with James Storm. Uh, I mean, I've had a lot of lot of good moments. I really like James Storm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the one of the underappreciated guys right now. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. He's on. He's definitely on my bucket list. Guys, get on the show. I think yeah. James Storm's cool as bird, man. He'd be like, I'd like to party with that dude for sure. Oh, it would be an episode I'll have a couple of beers with him. Yeah. You know, but anyways, um, so when you're in the ring, do you prefer being the face in the matchup or the heels? Man, we we we're the same everywhere we go. Whether they whether whether the crowd's cheering us or booing us, we're the same. Ninety percent of the time, we get cheered more than we get booed because everybody likes us. So, I mean, it's not a matter of do we prefer being hill or face. We just be ourselves, and then the people decide whether they want to cheer for us or they want to boo us. Right, man. It's not it's not our, our decision if, if uh, the people like, you know, they just fall in love with people that beat people up, and that's what we do. We, we kind of beat people up. I used to like to wrestle and throw guys around, but it's a lot easier just give them the old pow, you know. And uh, this guy here, man, look at the look at the knuckles on this guy. <laughs> oh, I would not want to fight either of you guys in a bar fight. I can tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, I, I guarantee you wouldn't. I, the question would be why I piss my pants or not. That's the question. <laughs> the question <laughs> is, man, are you old enough to get in the bar? I'm 44. What are you talking about? This guy down Yeah, I'm going to need to see your ID, young man. This guy down there. I know he can't get in. <laughs> I would just say he's like designated driver. <laughs> I don't know y'all about the same size. Yeah, we are. I have more, he has more hair than me. <laughs> I'll admit that, right, buddy? So what's the most important lesson you've learned in your long style career? Have a good time with it, man. Have a good time because the uh, the road's long, but the trip is short. You know what I'm saying? I've learned. Uh, I guess the most one of the most important thing I've learned is uh, to to make memories because once you're done in this business, that's all you got is that's memories, right, man. 
If I'd have gone back in time, I wish there were cell phones when I first started out. Some of the people I was hanging out with, some of the people this guy was hanging out with, they're rock stars now, you know? And uh, what I wouldn't give to have a selfie with, uh, you know, Dave Batista, Wolfie D, uh, <coughs> shit, man. Mark Henry, Big Mark Show, Henry, Big Show, these guys Gordon. that were OVW guys, and they came down, and we were working together, and you know, we're drinking in the bar, but you know, you look up and these guys are the rock stars now. Right. So if I could go back in time, that's the one thing I would change, man. I would have got a selfie with all these boys, but now you want a selfie. These are $5 a piece. <laughs> Not bad deal. Actually. I mean, dinner, right. I mean, a lot of WWE guys would charge easily a couple hundred for a selfie yeah well you know everybody's on the budget we understand that because you know we live on a budget too right yeah but charge <laughs> <laughs> for a selfie seems like that you guys are the rock stars the millionaires like only five bucks just only five bucks i guess not the wwe guys who are on tv all the time and they're charging more a lot more money no man we got a coupon on the website <laughs> Stupid. You go, you go southern southerndiscomfort.com, get you half off the uh selfie at the next venue. Please don't go to southerndiscomfort.com because that's not really a thing. Man. <laughs> no, man, you gotta catch us on Facebook. Friend us up, man. We'll give you half off. We'll do it for five instead of ten. You know, where are we gonna be here close, man? So they can come see us. Um, our next show, the, the closest show, is going to be IPW. IPW, in, uh, great company, Indiana. Northern Indiana, outside Indianapolis. And we IPW. are the we are the tag team champions. There. We are the tag team champions, best in the business. That's right. Um, I'm not sure of the date. I'd have to look up the date. I think it's. I believe it's the 19th. January. Or no, no. Take that back. It's not the 19th. January. We're going to be up in IPW. OVW is headed out for uh, mid-Texas in the springtime, Texarkana, San Antonio, Texas, WrestleMania weekend. You can catch Southern Discomfort out there. We're headed up Appalachian Mountain Wrestling in uh, West Virginia, uh, East Kentucky. We're going to be over there doing uh, whoever their champions are. We're about to take their belts off of them. And, and then uh, we just signed a uh, – we just signed a deal today for 2022 to do a loop where we're going to be hitting uh, Ohio, West Virginia, Florida, and possibly Las Vegas with a company called Pro Wrestling. Um, uh, what was the name of it? Pro Wrestling uh, Resurrection, I think. Pro Wrestling Resurrection. That's our next shop. Uh, we're going to be doing a nice roundabout with those guys. Come see Southern Discomfort. This dude's the real deal, man. He's promoting big shows. He's booking big venues, so uh, when the opportunity arises, check it out online. We'll be posting stuff on uh, Southern Discomfort's Facebook page. You can come catch us live. Uh, you know, you want the merch, brother. Uh, you got to catch the merch at venue. You can also catch us at ProWrestlingTees.com. And, uh, you know, man, we, we're trying to make a dollar just like everybody else, man. But what's your next question, brother? I was going to ask, you know, since you guys go to Vegas, are you guys going to tear it up in the strip right there? Oh, you guarantee it, man. I'm going to come, and come back. I'm going to be over because, uh, you know, I might make a grand going, but I'm coming back six grand hot because, you know, I got it <laughs> like that. That's how I do it. This guy here, man, he'll be watching me at the, from the dispensaries. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas has good strip clubs. That's all I can say. Strip clubs? No, you, you don't have to go to a strip club in Vegas. Around there somewhere. Don't be talking about that. You, you don't have to go to a strip club in Vegas. All you got to do is walk the strip. Man, they, <laughs> yeah, they, got, they got 800 numbers, brother. They come right up to your room. That's right. Because you party with Southern Discomfort. There's at least three of them. You're right, they do that in Vegas. I forgot about that. So my question is this, man. Next time you're at OBW, you're going to meet us in a parking lot? OVW meet you in a parking lot for what? Yeah, man, we'd be 
Because we'd be tailgating out there, bro. We'd be out there. Oh, to drink? Oh, hell yeah. What's your favorite beers? PBR, man. We got the sponsorship. At the pit Pass Blue Ribbon. You know, when, we, when I see you guys at OVW, if you ever come to the New England area, or just in general, I'll buy you guys PBRs. Uh, come out. Hang out, man. I got a tailgate. You can fit on it. I, I've driven to a Massachusetts three hours away to a wrestling event party with the boys there. Damn right, man. That's how we do it. Win, lose, draw, it don't matter. We got a tailgate in the parking lot. We'll be out there licking our wounds. Right? That's the way to be. It's the only way to be. We're too old, long in the tooth to be any other way. That's right. Was there something about the business you always wanted to know but never asked about? Do what now? Is there anything about the business that you wanted, always wanted to know, like curious about? But you never went out to get into it. I mean, with the trainers that we had, Rip Rogers, Danny Davis, I mean, there ain't hardly anything about the business they didn't teach us. I mean, obviously, we learn stuff every time we step in the ring. You know, we're not perfect. But at the same time, as far as the business goes, man, we had excellent teachers who taught us a lot. And if you're good to the business, the business will be good to you. And we've been good to the business. And here recently, it's been real good to us. That's all we can ask, man. How come you guys look like so, like, you know, big, tough, you know, you look at you funny. You just got to get a fist up right up the, right up the face. But you also have done some, like, charity stuff as well, like 5K sponsoring, you know, Special Olympics, stuff like that. It's good, to, it's, it's good to give back, man. You got to take care of good people. And uh, we're good people. Good people take care of good people. You know what I'm saying? You got to look after, you know, you got to look after people. And that's what we do. Yeah, we believe in giving back to the community, man. We believe in uh, if it's a good cause, we'll stand behind it. Uh, it's just just type guys we are. That's the best way to be. I mean, I back to the community but I was just okay. go <laughs> go it's a good dog yeah my boxer's out she's acting crazy just like I look at you guys I see like you know, tough, you know tough guy, but you have like a big don't you go telling nobody that shit that's right I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> <laughs> They can find out on your Facebook page. No, that's that's right. Well, like we said, man, you gotta take care of good people. Good people take care of you. Uh, a lot of times, there's there's people out there less fortunate. Not to mention the fact that if it wasn't for the fans, there would be no wrestling. That's right. So man. we have to give back to the fans, just like they give to us, because they're the ones that pave the way for us to make our living doing. That's right. So, since you guys put a hundred percent everything that you do. How much of that 100% would you think it's mental and how much of that would be physical? Oh, wrestling's very mental. It's very mental. Um, it's very physical. I'd say it's probably 50-50. Uh, you know, going in there and, and, and coming up with a strategy, coming up with a game plan, and then actually being able to execute what you came up with. So, yeah, I'd say it's probably about 50-50. Go, go, go on. You can, bring, you can bring the puppy into the camera. I don't care. She no, um, she's, she's being wild. I'm trying to get her to go lay down. She likes me. It's like, not even my dog. She's licking my face. <laughs> it's his dog. It's not my dog. So for the people that don't like you, what do you think is? is Who doesn't you, like us? I yeah, who doesn't like us? Always have those trolls out there. You know that. All right. What's the that? only people I know of out there that might not like us are the ones that are in the business that are jealous of us because they can't do what we do. Yeah, the guys we beat. So you guys don't have like tough like warrior keyboards? Like, oh, I could beat your ass in a foot that we've never been punched or been in a fight before? No, no, I, I bet they can't. No, most of them won't even step up and say anything. That's the one thing about Southern Discomfort, man. We'll go out there and wrestle guys, but we're for real. You know, I mean, uh, somebody wants to buck up, I'll knock your dick in the dirt. 
and I'll kick your ribs through your back. Yes, you will. <laughs> you said we could be profane. That's about the fact of it. I mean, I love wrestling. It's, it's made made my life. I, I'd never do anything but it. But you ever want to get out of line, I'll show you the balls. <clears throat> You'll wake up in the basement, son. Guarantee it. Yeah, mostly from the younger people out there who think their shit doesn't stink, that they're better than everyone else. Like, look at my physique. And they get in the ring with you guys and you just beat the shit out of them. It's right. anybody. Anybody that wants to step up. I know for a fact because my wife can attest my shit does stink. <laughs> Man, these kids don't know. We, we put... You know, you put us in there with them, we'll show them who boss is, you know? I give them a reminder once in a while. Right. Look. So, here's an off-the-wall question. What is your favorite swear words? What's my favorite swear word? Mm -hmm. Am I, am I, are we about to become a TikTok? No. Oh, my partner? I can't, I try to figure out TikTok. I can't figure it out. It's just. To me, it's like Facebook stories. Like, why am I going to repeat myself? Yeah, we don't like to swear. I'm, you know, I'm a God-fearing Christian. So, you know, I, I try not to, you know. I'm moving before we get struck by lightning on this couch, too. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a little side of me, that's all. Do I? I? I'm a Christian, too. I go to church and help my church and community. It's just... The Irish blood in me sometimes blows up. Yeah, God is good. God I like good. God. I got nothing against him. Yeah, Jesus, he was a pretty laid back fella, man. I, I imagine we probably party together. Well, he can make yeah. water and wine. So, right there, boom. That's I right, it, man. He was a partier. I like wine. I'm like, hey, Jesus, I like wine too, bro. Right? It'd be a good party. Jeb turns water into wine also. I do. You want to see it? Oh, sure, if you want to see it. If you want to show it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> what's your, what's the, the well, I was just going to say this, because no one messes with you online. No one sends you like tough guy tweets or anything. But, no. but for the very few people that did have the balls in your 20 years in the ring, to step up to you and act cute. What's the best insult you heard that you were just like, that's good. I mean, it's like, that was a good thing. They insulted us? Yeah. That ain't never happened, man. No, nah, it ain't never happened. I mean, I mean, we've had some people pop off with us in the ring or something, you know, not not necessarily running their mouths, but just trying to act cute and, and test us out, and they found out real quick that don't work with us. Well, you know, you get some cute guys, and you get out there on the stick, and you start talking back and forth. I've made a couple of young dudes cry, you know, because last night. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, when you when you get on the stick, you know, one thing, you know, you get online, you run your mouth, this and that. Nobody runs your mouth to us. They either beat us or they don't, you know. They 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 might they might beat us, but they ain't never gonna whoop us. And they they always know they've been in a fight. That's right, man. We leave them scarred, whether I slip on a banana peel or whatever, it don't matter. We do what we do. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're asking about somebody that wants to, you know, run their smoker. No, man, they don't run a smoker to us because you give me the stick, I, I'll I'll burn you down in the middle of the ring. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Every locker room we've been in since we've been together, uh we have the respect of everybody in the locker room. I mean, they, they all uh, enjoy being around us because we bring uh, a lot of knowledge to the locker room that we are not afraid to, you know, share it with the rest of the locker room. So we don't really have an issue with people too often. Uh, most of the time, everywhere we go, man, not only the fans love us, but the, the boys in the back love us too. That's right, man. It's, it's, it's good to be a veteran, man. It's good to be well-trained. We get out there, we get in the field, be with some fellas, we have a good show. You know, it's all about the fans and doing what we do. But every once in a while, you run to a knucklehead. A knucklehead, you can't do enough to teach them a lesson, and that's what we do, teach lessons all day long. You give a knucklehead the microphone, let them open their mouth, I'll show them what time it is. That's what I do for a living. I make people feel bad about themselves. Mr. Backwards Hat.
So what are some of the rest No, of the sir, you don't want to play that game with me. <laughs> I'm sorry, don't sir. Even, all right. Oh, but Mr. Hey, y'all got the same hairdo. Like, holy smokes, you are bald. I am bald. Man, you look like the south side of a northbound jackass. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. That's one of the nicest things they ever said to me today. So, who are some of the other wrestlers that you guys looked up to, like growing up? Are you talking about like growing when up. we were kids watching, or like actually wrestling? Before your wrestling career, you're just wrestling fans, watching on TV. Who are some of the guys you like? Brother, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm sneaking in the living room at 11.30 on a Saturday night, and uh, I'm a big mark for Hulk Hogan because this dude changed the industry. He's larger than life, and uh, I think the first one I ever watched was him and the Sheik, man, on uh, Saturday night's main event, and then once a month, I was slipping in there. Um Next door neighbor, he was a WCW guy. And the first time I saw WCW, I popped it with Sting and Ric Flair, and I fell in love with Ric Flair. And, uh, you know, I mean, golly, that's, that's 40 years ago. You're, you, you're, you're a bigger WCW guy than I am, man. I'm definitely I was both. I watched both. But, I mean, some of the guys I looked up to were people like, uh, honestly, I like people like Mr. Perfect. I liked um, um, Owen Hart. Uh, oh, yeah. Ric Flair. Uh, Arn Anderson. Uh, Ole Anderson. Oh. Uh, Tully Blanchard. I mean, there was, there was a lot of guys that, that I grew up watching that, and, and I always gravitated towards the guys that actually did the work, you know, because you had the big name guys that, like Hogan, and no offense, but Hogan didn't really do, but, you know, what Hogan did in the ring. But then you had guys like Owen Hart and and Perfect, and, and they were utility players, man. They could do anything. They could get in there, and they could put together hell of five matches and, and entertain everybody. And they were so underrated on their cards. That's for sure, man. No, that's, for, that's, that's right, man. I mean, 90, 89, forget about it. Starcade, Dusty, and Ric Flair. I mean, come on, man. And then all of a sudden, you go into wrestling training with somebody like Nightmare Danny Davis, and then this guy like Rip Rogers shows up. And, uh, I mean, hell, man, he's, he's he, he wrestled everybody. Yeah, Rip's been in there with everybody. You know? And then uh, you're, you're being trained by Danny and this guy, and then all of a sudden Rip shows up, and I got a match with Rip Rogers and Jason Lee. Jason Lee's a trainee. He's like me, but then you got Rip Rogers. This is a guy like 40 years in the wrestling business teaching me on the fly, live TV. I mean, come on, man. This guy. And then he turns around. He starts training OBW guys. Dave Batista, he's got a hand in him. Randy Orton, he's got it. John, John Cena. John Cena. I mean, all, all the big guys. In, and I in, got in the ring with this guy, and he taught me a lesson. And he's, you know, I mean, he's who he is. And, and, and I take a big part of what I do from him because he's one of the most influential players that I've, I've, I've dealt with. Uh, Vic the Bruiser, for Pete's sake. He's a uh, Kentucky Hall of Famer. Everybody knows Vic the Bruiser. I mean, he's the biggest little man in the history of professional wrestling. And he'll whoop your ass. This guy's for real. He can either take you out in the parking lot and dust you off, or he can get in the ring and have a great match with anybody. And I used to travel with this guy, and he, he picked me out of a whole flock of guys. You know, uh, I mean, we talk about Red Flair and Anderson and these guys, but these guys are tearing up the independence. You know, a guy like uh, Flash Flanagan that says, hey, kid, you want to go up to Memphis and make some money? And I go up to Memphis with Flash Flanagan, take a pile driver. It's Flash Flanagan, for Pete's sake, the most underrated independent wrestler of all time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in the ring with these guys. And it's, I'm, every time I step in a fucking arena and I'm doing what I do with this guy, I look around. I look over, and there's uh, Andy Anderson. I mean, this guy just did a, a, a big shot on a movie screen. You got Kevin Sullivan over there. And Kevin Sullivan comes up. He's like, man, we love your business. We love what you do. We love Southern Discomfort. Coming from a guy that's a 50-year veteran of the professional wrestling Booker of WCW. Oh, forever. shit. And, and I'm like, man, I, we're I mean, when they come up to you, right 
when they come up to you in a locker room full of, of wrestlers and they come up to you and say, y'all are the first two guys we've seen in a long time that actually look like wrestlers, that is just the ultimate compliment coming from somebody like Kevin Sullivan and, and uh, Andrew Anderson. Right, man. I mean, forget about it. But you talk about what we got into when we was kids. But honestly, brother, we're both kids living the dream, man. Every time we walk in the venue, we look over, and there sits Eugene, a guy that busted me in. Nick Densmore, this guy's thinking about retiring. And then you got uh, – uh, we go to OVW, and there's Jesse Goddard. Jesse Goddard is the biggest talent right now in professional wrestling. And this guy, we see him every week. I can't wait to take a photo with this guy. You got Luscious Lawrence. You got a veteran like Cash Flow at OVW. And we get to go rub elbows with this dude every week. Ryan Howe. Ryan Howe. This dude's 25 years in the business. I mean, right now, I watch OVW because it's a bunch of guys that are about to blow up and a bunch of guys that have done blown up. And that, that company's about to come off the damn screen. I'm telling you, OBW's about to blow up. We're a part of it, you know, and that's huge. Two old bastards like us. Excuse my language. Just say whatever. I like you that. Want. That to answer your question, that's my favorite swear word. It's a good word. What was it? <laughs> Bastard. What? 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 You're right. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm you not going to I said it once. I'm You're going down. And then you thinking I said I'm calling you that. I'm a guy that can crush me with his left bicep. I'm too smart. <laughs> I'm not. Our son of a bitch. Son I like bitch. son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. What? Son of a bitch. Don't talk to me like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll grab you slick through this TV screen. <laughs> ah, I, I, apologize. I apologize, sir. It's all right. I love you. No, because it sounds like you guys are really like the like the old school ways. Like the like we were having a debate on Twitter the other day about who was the best manager. And people brought up, you know, like Scarlet and and other wrestlers that today, but I was mentioning like, what about Bobby the Brain Heenan? He was one of the greats. Jim Cornette, J.J. Dillon, and all these kids these days are like, who are, is, who are some of your favorite managers? If I had to pick anybody to get behind Southern Discomfort to give us what we needed, against my better judgment, I like J.C. Cornette. I mean, this dude knows everything about it. He been in there. He knows, you know, how to get the numbers. Second, Jesse Bell. Smothers. Smothers. Because she has managed us. That's right. Well, Cornette, he wouldn't get his hands dirty for you. But Jesse, she colored a dude up for you. He'd get him off your back. Um. Bobby Heenan is uh, probably he's the he's top. the goat. Yeah, he's the goat. There's sure. nobody better than Bobby. Jimmy's Heenan. second. Although I think Bobby Heenan, as great of a manager as he was, I thought he was way better at commentary, playing that heel commentator. Yeah, I like um, Lod. Oh, you're talking about um, yeah, you're talking about um, shit. What was his name? Um, Ellery. Paul Ellering, number three. Number four. I mean, you can't think about uh, the mouth of the South. Jimmy Hart. Well, he mouth for Hogan still, but he wasn't. He's four. And I like Sonny for five. He's a five. Yeah. Bless her heart. She doing what she does out there. I like her. Candido, he's a rock star. He's he's same he's he been was. the same age we was yeah so yeah he's for real but yeah I take Sonny five I take her on the road with us any day we're not the Legion of Doom but we might as well be you know what I'm saying we'll whoop your ass and you make it memorable not just like snack snack you really stomp them oh yeah brother it ain't it ain't easy being big and ass no. And that's what we do, you know. 
So when you guys aren't on the road and you're able to watch other promotions on TV, where are some of the promotions you watch? I don't. I don't watch any TV stuff other than OVW. OVW, and every now and then I'll catch the uh, NWA show on YouTube or whatever. Um, but other than that, I really don't watch TV wrestling. Man, we, because to me, it's not wrestling anymore on TV hardly. Now I, I hear AEW is doing some good things, but I haven't caught it yet. So we've we've actually we've actually decided that we're going to start going on the road and we're going to start shooting the podcast. We're going to catch indies on the fly. And it'd be uh, riding with Southern Discomfort. And we're going to, you know, take a road trip to a venue. We're going to catch an indie show. Film it. And Film it. then we're going to do a podcast on it and critique it. Yeah, we're going to talk we're, about who our favorite people was on yeah. the show, who, who we thought needed work or who we think needs work. We're going to shoot on these kids and let them know what they're doing wrong and what they're doing right and if we love them or not. And, um, uh, that's that's coming in the near future. You'll be able to catch that. But my indie shows right now, I'm loving, I'm loving IWA out of uh, Jeffersonville. It's Ian Rotten's IWA, but it is not. Um, we call I caught one. It wasn't. Uh, you could have took your kids to it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that kind of show. It wasn't deathmatch. No, it wasn't deathmatch wrestling. And they had some uh, really, they had some really great talent. Man, we caught there. we caught a match with uh, Super Crazy there. Yeah, and I we mean Super Super Crazy just freaking. Oh, he was, he he put on a clinic. Yeah, it was Lucha. Whoever he was in there with, man, forget about it. I liked. Uh, we got to catch. I got to caught uh, a storm. Uh, Cody, Cody Storm, Corey Storm. If um, he's a, he's been around about five, six years. Young guy. I love his work. Uh, I watched him. He did had a great match. Um, of course, our manager, one of our managers, Jesse. She was in there. She's still there. She's still there, Jesse Bell. Um, category five, C Corey Storm was his name and this guy's he's he's phenomenal um i believe locomedes was on there uh that's iwa out of uh, jeffersonville that's ian rotten spot and it's 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 a good it's a good buy man because it's not it's not um <coughs> i mean I, I like death match wrestling it's got its it's it's got its uh niche but the show he's putting on, man, it's it's for everybody. You take your kids to it. And that's what we're all about. Great Harbor, kids, friendly wrestling. But sometimes you have to deal with what daddy likes to watch. So. Would you guys do a death match? No. Yeah. Not unless the number was right. Absolutely, man. I'm all about a death match. Oh, whatever. I like if, if we got paid a good amount of money, but it'd have to be we'd have to get paid. You got an offer? Uh, the only offer I can. You want to wrestle me? I don't. <laughs> the kid wants to wrestle you. Twenty years booking. <laughs> He'll bring his walker to the ring. Holy shit. <laughs> wire around the walker and you'll be ready to go. <laughs> Just remember to take your Jared Paul beforehand. And Viagra. <laughs> and Viagra. So when your guys' career is all set and done, how would you like to be remembered? Man, I... I, I that's a stupid question. We ain't I, even I, close I, to the finish. <laughs> There's no such thing. How are you going to ask two 40 year old dudes? Well, when you're done with your career, what are you going to do? You're a dirt. You're a jerk. No, 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 I'm not saying what are you going to do. I'm just saying, like, how do you want to be remembered? Like, if your career ended right now, how would you like to be remembered? You're a terrible person. I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not doing anything like that. I'm thinking about down the road. It's like, all right, look, look. What we've got in the, in the short sites. It would be it would be good for for Southern Discomfort. I've been a three-time OBW tag team champion. It would be nice to be a four-time OBW tag team champion with this guy right here. 
because he deserves it and I deserve it. And that would be nice. Whoever's got it, I got no problem pillaging them for it. Well, but to answer your question, though, and not be rambling off on a tangent, uh, <laughs> one of the things we'd like to do towards the end of our career is start our own school and uh, train some of the guys the way we was trained and try to bring back that old school feel of wrestling because I know there's a lot of people out there nowadays that like the new style of wrestling, but there's still a lot out there that like the old style. And we've proven that every time we get in the ring because we get some of the loudest uh, 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 cheers and stuff when we get in the ring and we don't do all that high flying, flippy flop, you know, crazy stuff. We just go out there and we wrestle and we'd like to leave that uh, our legacy and, and the way we was trained, we'd like to give that to other people other young and up-and-coming wrestlers. You know what? I don't care what he said. What I think is that these guys, before it's all said and done, ought to be, a, be able to get in the ring with the young bucks down there at AEW and whoop their ass. I'd like to follow the good brothers. I'd like to beat those dudes half to death. I'd like to go down to OVW. I want to win those titles off of whoever's got them whether it be the fanny pack party, whether it be the dark clouds, whether it be the legacy of brutality, whether it be the dysfunction or whatever it happens to be. And then it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't hurt my feelings none to go to the NWA and wrestle and say win those titles and Southern Discomfort be tag team titles across the whole damn planet and then go up there to Titan Sports and the Peacock and Vince McMahon and put this on them and win their tag team titles because we ain't even close to retirement young man what the hell kind of question are you gonna ask me about retiring do i look like i need to retire do i look like i'm close to retirement absolutely not look at me not him he's all the dirt not me I just had a birthday last night. You're older than me. 45 years old. I'll still whoop your ass. 44. I mean, I'm not that. I'm a year younger than you. <laughs> he is younger. Now you've irritated me. He is younger right. than you. It was all said and done 20, 30, 40 years from now. I, I didn't mean to offend. I apologize. I mean, yeah, man, when it's all said and done, we'll go open the school. But right now, we're on the run of our lives. Southern discomfort will whoop anybody's ass. Put us in the ring with them. Book it. Just please defeat the Fanny Pack Party. What type of name is Fanny Pack Party? You know, they're great, man. They are. They're, they're young. Great. They're dumb. They're full of cum. They're great. They're, it's they're, your podcast, not mine. I can talk however I want. They're, they're phenomenal. They're a young, oh, upcoming tag team that that they have a bright future ahead of. God, Kyle Hero, man, this dude can do stuff I never dreamed about doing. Dustin Jackson, this guy, he looks like a rock star. Christ Almighty, I want to get my hands on him. I don't know what to do when I get him, whether to whoop him or date him. I don't know, but they're pretty. And they're the tag team champions at OBW. I mean, what do you do with the guys like that, man? They're athletic. They're young. Man, you got to you gotta choke them to death, I guess. I don't know. I'm afraid to ask my next question. Then don't ask it. Ask it. You're fine. If professional wrestling never existed, what would you guys be doing? Bouncer. Bouncer. I'd, I'd be a bouncer at a bar. I'd probably be fighting MMA like I did in the past. Oh, I'd be whooping people's ass for money. Like I do right now. <laughs> so in five years from now, when you're not retired, what do you, would you like to be doing? Let me see yourselves. Are you still an old man? He said in five years... Uh, from now, what would we, where would we like to see ourselves? You know it, that, that state down there at the bottom of the continent, uh, Florida? Mm. Yeah, I'll be sitting down there. Old, uh, I got a good looking woman. 
You got a good looking kid. He's out there running with some young girl on the beach. And five years from now, I'll be down there. But I'll be up there sitting in a lounge chair, world tight around my waist, drinking PBR, watching that young man run. Got my hand on my old lady's hand there, that good looking woman. And uh, yeah, five years from now, yeah, I'll probably be done. But it's only after we win it all, because we're here to win it all, you know? What about you, man? What are you going to do in five years? Man, I don't know. Heart attack. Cancer. (laughs) (laughs) It's just got dark. (laughs) No, no, man. In five years, like I said, I'd like to be teaching young kids, man. I'd like to be teaching young kids what I learned, uh, training people up right. You got so many people on the indies nowadays that just don't get trained right. And it's, it's really sad, honestly. So where can the audience connect with you online? Like Facebook, Twitter, and all those fun sites. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, I mean, you can uh, Jebediah Blackhawk. He's got his fan page. Snake Williams Jr., I got my fan page. Southern Discomfort, we got our fan page on Facebook. Um, that's pretty much all we do. We don't get on uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, man. We ain't got time for that. We're too busy running up and down the road, but uh, those are the those are the main spots. If you need to get a hold of us, you want to see what we're doing, want to know what our upcoming dates are, uh, just jump on Facebook, man. Look us up. It'd be nice if I hit this mute button and unmute button. But anyways, I appreciate you guys coming on, guys. Thank you very much. I hope the kids weren't too much of a distraction, but they are. I hope my partner wasn't too much of a distraction. No, your partner's great. What are you talking about? I feel like- <laughs> I'm so bad pissing them off, you know. <laughs> it ain't hard to piss them off. Uh, but hey, but you know, the funny thing is, I'm the mean one. <laughs> yeah, jeez, I don't want to piss you off, man. <laughs> the ugly you know, one, too. Well, you gentlemen are definitely killing the business in the tag team division. I appreciate you coming on. Gen- next generation, like this little girl right here. Is definitely going to be cheering you on, hoping that you do win the OVW gold, which will be sooner than later. I hope that was acceptable, sir. Hey, you know that little girl look cute in a uh, Southern Discomfort onesie. Is there? Do you guys sell onesies? <laughs> no, no, but we might have. To. <laughs> hey, you guys sell onesies? <laughs> do I look like I sell onesies? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Maybe with the, like a little pocket for their little bottle of their little beer or whatever. You know, uh, that's pretty outstanding, right? That's a sweatshirt waiting to happen. That's what that is. That's marketing. That's what that is. Let me write that that's down. A, that's a belt buckle with a belt. That's right. It's got a, a belt buckle. It's got here. a top opener on it. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us, man. And we'll keep in touch. Hey, are you are you signing off? I'm, yeah, I usually sign off this time, but what's up? You want to sign up for me? No, go ahead. Do your thing, man. I, I just usually just say, peace out later. Thanks for watching, doesn't it? Peace out later, man. You don't want us to cut like some really hot promo to end your show? Oh, What kind of podcast is this? I've never been on a podcast that didn't cut a promo to go off the air. If you want to cut, please do. I just don't. I, I, don't, just, I don't know. Do you want us to cut a promo? Honest with to be honest with you, I appreciate you. Just you know what? It's probably better if you disclose it because you're probably the worst podcaster in the history of podcasters. I've been told that. I mean, I've never seen a podcaster that puts her two year old on her shoulder like, "Oh, order a onesie." <laughs> what the? <laughs> you can't even. You can't even keep a straight face. I can't, man. My kids, you saw my kid. His dog was on my lap. <laughs> Uh, we ain't gonna mess with you. Thanks for having us on. Y'all come catch us at OVW wherever we happen to be. Check out Southern Discomfort on Facebook. Hold on, hold on a minute. I'd like to say something. It's probably not important. This is my partner, Jebediah Blackhawk. He stands at six foot three, 260 pounds of jaw jacking and nut slapping. 
Well, this is my tag team partner, Snake Williams Jr., and he ain't the kind of tag team partner to pull your ass up the fire. He sets a whole town on flames, and these boys don't come into a town near you, and we're coming to whoop your ass. You can put that between your cheek and gum and suck on it. That's right. You better take your sip, you let, let it burn, and, and you feel, feel the southern, southern discomfort. discomfort. I did hear you guys are afraid of wrestling in the New England area. Wrestling who? New England area, like Massachusetts. New I'll go up there. We'll go anywhere, man. I'll go anywhere. I'll whoop anybody. Anywhere ass. that wants you to book it. Us. You book it. You bring us up. Fifty dollars plus freight. Yeah, I was gonna get, bring you to New England area so I can drink with you guys, buy a case of PBR. You know. Hey, you get us booked on a show up there. We'll. Most oh shit! You gonna, you gonna put up a room and let us drink? We gonna drink with you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm coming up for free, man. I mean, I, I'm all about the party. That's what we'll do. We'll whoop somebody's ass, and then it's on you. But you gotta leave that little kid at home, man, because we don't party with kids. Don't ask why. I'm gone partying with like guys like you. She stays home, makes sure that you know if anyone messages me about the podcast, she takes care of all the messaging and stuff like that. She I don't think you can swing. I don't think you can swing with Southern Discover, bro. Not too many people can. Well, we I seen that last night. <laughs> we well, gonna do what we do, man. Wrong. You want to party with us? You book it, man. That's what we're gonna do. We'll come up there. You just just fly us up there to New England in the springtime because it's cold right now. I don't like snow. Southern discomfort. It don't snow down here, bro. We did, we had an ice storm here earlier today. You don't like ice? You are not. Are you are not making a only, good argument? Only in our whiskey. On your whiskey. Okay. I like that. Only in our whiskey. Oh, thank you guys for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for having, having us, us, brother. Hey, you take care and good luck in OVW. Thanks. Hey, take care. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.